Well, hello there. I know you're tired of me. This is the last one for tonight. Got to get ready for church tomorrow. Um, so uh, the English Bible, a lot of people do not know the background of the English Bible. A lot of people do not know that the New Testament is written in Greek and the Old Testament is written in Hebrew. Uh, when, the, when the New Testament was all canonized by the first century, yes, not the sixth century, by the first century, all the books of the New Testament was canonized. Canonized meaning that it, it became law. Uh, that the first translation was uh, the Vulgate or the Latin Bible. Why Latin? Uh, because at that particular time when the church started to grow, it was under the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire, as you know, was spoke Latin. There you go, spoke Latin. Uh, so the Vulgate uh, was the official Bible. So uh, as time goes on, um, the, the, there was the first English guy named Wycliffe, uh, where he tried to translate the Bible into English because at the time, all the Bibles were chained to the church. And people uh, back in the uh, 14, 1500s were not educated. Uh, most, a lot of people don't know this, most of the universities' uh, origin was to teach people higher learning. Uh, and people, you know, either were farm workers, whatever. So it was the priests or the clergy that had a better, had a better education. So the Bible's written in Latin. And so um, makes sense, you know, as long as we keep the Bible in Latin, and most of the congregants are, don't speak Latin, then we can interpret as we want to interpret. We can speak as we want to see because they don't know no difference. Uh, and so uh, it was Wycliffe that tried to do it. Uh, he failed. Well, I'm sorry, he produced a book, but it wasn't uh, great with his Latin, uh, 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 with his Greek, uh, Greek. He tried to do a New Testament. So when he died, uh, they were so mad at him. I tell you how deep people can be. Uh, they uh, dug up his bones and burned them. Yeah, that's how petty they were. So the next guy came in, uh, Tyndale. This is the guy, William Tyndale. Uh, this guy, uh, there's no words to express about this guy. Um, he, he never was married. Uh, genius. Uh, he went to Oxford at a very young age uh, and knew over eight different languages. And so William Tisdale had this passion to make the Bible common to all. And so he, uh, he decided and he took the risk. Yeah, he, he, he took the risk uh, to interpret the Bible. So first he, he interpreted, uh, first he, he, he knew Latin uh, uh, from, uh, um, uh, from, from school. Uh, and then uh, there was a very famous book, a Latin book uh, that came out. Uh, the name escapes right now. Um, I'll say uh, Erasmus, but I'm not too sure. Uh, he produced the Bible in Latin. Uh, and so since he knew Latin, ta-da, uh, he made a simple jump to translate Latin into the English language. So he translated the New Testament first. Now, a lot of people don't know this, but back in the day, the Bible was, contra uh, the English Bible was contraband. Yeah, like drugs a day. It was like cocaine. 
If you got it, you got arrested, then you usually got burnt for it too. Yeah. No, I didn't know that, did you? Yeah. Yeah. See here? Oh, stop it. Uh so uh, you got you got killed for it. Yeah, you got killed for uh putting the Bible in the English translation. Yes, you did. So uh he went over to Germany because at that time uh Martin Luther was becoming more popular and uh Germany was a more free place. So he started to and also Germany had more printing presses than England. So he went to Germany and started printing. And this is a sample of how his, his book looked. And his book was a, a kind of a hand-sized book because it was, it was, you know, again, Bibles were very large. So you want something small that people could just take with them and go. Because again, it was something to be confiscated. If you had it. So when they found these Bibles, of course, they... Uh, they burned them. Can you believe that? Uh, yeah, the church burned it. What an oxymoron. The church burned the Bibles. Wow. Whew. Not too familiar from the day, huh? Uh, yeah, so they burned the Bibles. So they finally caught their brother. Yeah, they uh, they caught him. And for six, 16 months, uh, he stayed in a, a wet, damp jail, no light. In a car, excuse me, on a regular basis, they asked him to recant or to give up his uh, feelings and of course he did not so uh, they strangled him and burned to the stake uh, they strangled him because they wanted to be nice to him yeah uh, that's called nice people uh don't be nice to me at all but they took him to the uh, pole and they strangled him and they burned him just for translating the bible uh, he was uh, inspired by, uh, you know, this one, Henry VIII. Yeah, you remember King Henry VIII, homeboy that could not produce a male heir. Uh, yet, uh, less than a year after the man died, guess what they produced? Yeah, they produced the English Bible. Uh, his, his last dying words was simply, Lord, open the eyes of the king. And he did 10 months later. So, the Bible we read, has a lot of blood on it, not just the blood of Jesus that saves us from our sins, but also the blood of people who sacrificed everything to make sure that we could ha have the gospel of Christ in our hands. So hopefully that gives you a little more poignancy uh, of the importance of the gospel uh, and never, ever, ever again, uh, take it lightly again, uh, how important, how powerful uh, this Bible is. So powerful that people died for it. Uh, and uh, gave up everything for it as well. So, people, hopefully this encouraged you to understand that this Bible has come out of nowhere. Oh, no. A lot of people died for it uh, and gave themselves all for it. One such person was uh, William Tisdale. God bless you, people. I'm done for the night until you see me tomorrow. Lord said the same. Be encouraged and uh, hope to see you soon. Bye-bye.